to our family and community enrichment forums, a tattoo podcast by Pastor David Ings. Now, tattoo stands for tough answers, tough topics often overlooked. Every fourth Wednesday of every month, we have what we call tattoo. Tattoo is an event that I host at Vera Rec Center, where we gather all the youth, and I simply teach life principles. For about 15, 20 minutes, I do a PowerPoint presentation. And then, um, with those life principles, there's questions and answers. And, of course, at the end, I give them pizza. Some of the children come for the pizza, but they have to hear me teach for at least about 15 minutes. Now, these are life principles that we live by. And some of the things that the children hear are things that are just often overlooked. Some things their parents try to tell them or their teachers or instructors try to try to tell them in school and they're not listening. So that's where I come in. In the community center, when they least expect it, they're coming for fun and to have pizza and to share, but at the same time, we're interjecting some knowledge. The topic of this broadcast is holiday cheer. Holiday cheer. Kwanzaa, Christmas, and Hanukkah. I first asked the children, what is a holiday? And our definition of a holiday is a day which one is exempt from work, a period of exemption or relief, a day off from work where you still get paid. I talked about that or a day off to observe a religious or cultural or personal things that you celebrate. It's a holiday. And what is a cheer? Cheers to a shout of praise and encouragement happy feelings or an attitude, a special song or chant that's performed to encourage a team or a joyful expression of appreciation. So when we talk about holiday cheer, sometimes we don't know what to celebrate. Some of the Muslim children, they'll tell you we don't celebrate holidays or we don't celebrate Christmas or we don't celebrate. So it seems like they don't celebrate anything. Or one group who doesn't even believe in Christ or doesn't believe in anything. No, I don't celebrate birthdays. I don't celebrate. you got to celebrate something. So this teaching is geared towards just broadening the horizons on holiday cheer. Holiday, again, it's a time off. And we have an attitude uh, uh, of how we should think about these things. So to to broaden the horizon, sometimes it's better to get an understanding of the origin of the holidays. You can kind of at least appreciate it better. Kwanzaa, Christmas, and Hanukkah, we shared some similarities between them. Each celebrate a culture. Um, Two of them light candles to express significance of the holiday. Each give gifts to family and friends and Each of them have symbols and colors. Each of them celebrate with food and festivities, gatherings of people and family. Interesting enough, each are celebrated during the winter months. 
We talked about Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is celebrated for seven days from December 26th through January the 1st. And it's a celebration of African people or African cultures. And so I found that to be real significant in South Philadelphia, where the children are. Surprisingly, a lot of them did not know the definition of Kwanzaa. Uh, Some have viewed Kwanzaa as a revolt against the Christian celebration or Christmas. When that's not true, Kwanzaa is just celebrating black people and our culture. It's very important because there's a lot that we have to celebrate. And sometimes we don't celebrate because we don't know what to celebrate. I mean, beyond civil rights and and speeches by some of our uh, civil rights leaders, there's a lot more, whether it be inventions or or things that have been engineered and, and been brought into the American culture that come from our African culture that many people love today. Such like the expressions of jazz is, is a black or African-American culture. Kwanzaa has seven principles. One is unity. Two, self-determination. Three, collective work or responsibility. Four, cooperative economics. Five, purpose. Six, creativity. And seven, earth. Each of these are very significant. I asked the children on the following week that if we would take time to recognize all seven of these principles and perhaps do a presentation as one of the children would speak on unity and other would speak on self-determination and what that means. Um, creative work and responsibility. One of these I spoke of tonight was uh, uh, cooperative economics. And that is putting money back into the community where we live mostly as a people where you find predominantly African-Americans in a particular community. Learning how to filter our wealth within the community. There's a lot of case studies that have shown where that does not happen, where you have Koreans and Chinese and other cultures, other people, families of such, built their businesses in a predominantly black neighborhood. And that neighborhood filters a lot of their money buying their product, whether it's a clothing store or food chain. A lot of that money is is given to that business and it's taken out of the community as opposed to filtering its way back in to better the schools or better the rec centers or the uh, schoolyards, etc. Places where the children like to gather and play and socially. Cooperative economics is something that's really worth talking about more and more. So I've been sharing that, and I will be sharing more with the children in the community. Purpose, creativity, and earth are other topics. These are principles of Kwanzaa that if we focus on these, it has a way of kind of uh, drawing our attention on things that we should be paying attention to as African-Americans or American blacks. Christmas. 
um, celebrated one day, the 25th of December. And the celebration is of the Christ child, the Christ child's miraculous birth. That's the primary purpose for Christmas. It's celebrating the birth of Christ, which was a miraculous birth. There's only one day, you know, on the 25th that we celebrate Christmas. Now, we've come to learn that that doesn't necessarily mean that Christ was born on the 25th of December. In fact, he wasn't. That's not true. It just happens that, you know, according to our calendar, um, they've kind of We've kind of come to the conclusion that around this time um, is when Christ was born. In some calendars, it may appear that he was born somewhere in August or October-ish. Nonetheless, toward the fall, winter months. Some of the origin and meaning we share here is, uh, is fulfilled prophecy. A baby was born supernaturally. Miraculous birth, a virgin would conceive and be found with child. These things happen according to the Bible. Happy relationship with God and man restored. Child would become the Messiah or Emmanuel, which means God with us, who would fix a broken relationship because of sin. I shared that tonight with the children, that the celebration of Christmas is to commemorate also, that the Christ child was mending the gap between the creator and creature. Because of sin, many people know about the Garden of Eden, the fall of man. The celebrate of the Christ child is the one who would bridge the gap. That's worth celebrating. Now, the bullet point is wise men sought the child to bring gifts and to worship the Christ child, Jesus. The other bullet point we shared, shepherds were told the good news, peace on earth, goodwill towards everybody. So when we narrow it down to these, it kind of helps bring the focus on what Christmas and the holiday and celebration is all about, regardless whether you're a believer or not. The prophecy was fulfilled, and these were the primary reasons why it is so exciting. Um... You notice I said nothing about Santa Claus or reindeers because that's all commercial. That has nothing to do with the Christ child being born. Hanukkah, it's celebrated for eight days from December the 24th through January the 1st. It's a celebration of restored Jewish land, laws, commandments, and a miracle. During Hanukkah, Um, They commemorate the miracle, which was a day's worth of oil to light the candles lasted eight days. The land of Israel came under the rule of Syrian Greek Emperor Antiochus, who issued a series of decrees designed to force his Hellenistic ideology and rituals upon Jewish people. He outlawed the study of the Torah and the observance of the commandments and defiled the holy temple in Jerusalem with Greek idols. They found that the temple was defiled 
using Greek and idol gods. Once they regained the temple, they wanted to light the menorah, which was the, the lampstand. And you know, the lampstand has significant meanings to the building of the tabernacle and all the furniture and what the seven, seven lamps represented. Well, they wanted to light these in celebration of having restored everything and, and to, to light the candles unto God in the temple once again. But they would use oil to do that. Unfortunately, because of the war and because the temple had been captured and, and defiled and so forth and on, there was only enough oil to keep those candles lit for one day. But to, to their surprise, it lasts eight days. So there you have the celebration of, of Hanukkah and the lighting of the menorah over the eight days. Jews won a war against Greek armies who took their land. Jews regained access to their temple. Jews were able to restore the study of the law and commandment found in the Bible. And the Greek rulers did not allow them to do that. So what is our attitude? From a community perspective, this is very high level and objective. And, and it gives you an attitude to have towards this time of year and holidays. And number one is to be happy. Two, appreciate. Three, take the time to share things of most importance. Four, regroup. Restore good values. Sometimes during the year we forget and we get carried away doing things that don't even matter or pursuing things or whether we're mad about or having emotions about something. That's not true. It's a waste of time. Five, increase spiritual emphasis through prayer and study of the faith. Six, promote peace by being respectful and appreciative to the many cultures around you. Six, learn to love from good examples in your family and community. Seven, keep learning and never give up believing in yourself and God. This concludes our tattoo podcast by Pastor David Ings. Until next time, keep reimagining your present and your future. Running wild, my imagination is running wild. My imagination.